Yo, Orlando, guess who's getting hard as a rock? Jay and Silent Bob at the Hard Rock Live on March 16th. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse will regale you with ribald tales so debaucherous, I can't even mention them here. Actually, I just don't know what the fuck they're going to talk about. But prepare your funny boner for some awesome oral. We'll even supply the tissues. Jay and Silent Bob get old at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando on March 16th. Links for tickets for this and all Smodco shows available now at csmod.com. Yo, Detroit, guess who's coming to save the city on April 13th? Nope, not RoboCop. Jay and Silent Bob, motherfuckers. Smotco's icons are taking the stage at the Redford Theater, and you are cordially invited to plant your ass there. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. No trench coats, no hair extensions, but maybe a reference to Don't Stop Believing. Jay and Silent Bob get old. April 13th at the Redford Theater in Detroit. Tickets on sale now, so go get them, Tiger. Oh, wait, sorry. Lions. Links to tickets for all Smodco shows at csmod.com. Biatch. So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. Red State DVD and Blu-ray available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker, smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smerchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogerific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case for $39.99 and protect the precious smodcast.com slash smerchandise yo Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th Edmonton December 9th Calgary December 10th Saskatoon and December 11th Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir, ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast. Where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at smodcast.com.
with clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. Welcome, everybody. Post-holiday episode of NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And uh, Trent's feeling a little sicky poo. I got a I got a sore throat, Will. It's uh, my uvula is all swollen on as well. Oh, hitting the hard streets of Utah over the holiday, or what happened? Well, you know, hard times happen, and you're you're pushed into things that you <laughs> normally wouldn't do. Will. I, I couldn't afford a hotel room, and I didn't want to sleep on the couch. Call back. Yeah, it's. I mean, you just. And you'd be surprised what those Wyoming Cowboys will will do for a place to stay. Poor Trent, dude. I can tell you sound so drained. <laughs> it's just you. There's usually at least a little bit of energy, a little bit of a little oomph. But like at five thirty, yeah. you finally answered like my inquiry, and you said, "Hey, yeah, I, I just woke up, ready to go." I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be a great show." Yeah, I I got home from Wyoming at one o'clock and slept until like yeah, but like six o'clock. Very so. nice. Yeah. Sorry, nice. guys. I lo, lo siento como decimos en español. <laughs> ¿Qué? ¿Qué? <laughs> Yo no sé. So anyway, uh, welcome, everyone. If you want to take part in the program, you can. Uh, it's on Twitter, the little Twitter thing yep. we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go ahead and take part, you can. Throw a hashtag up with the netheads. Or as my mother-in-law said the other day, she's going to number sign us. So... Yeah, you should just number sign us. Exactly. So number sign netheads, and if you want to give us a call, it's 866-610-9455. I've recommitted that one or, to memory. Or 925 buy one elk. 925 buy one elk. Because why? You only need one. Because you only need one. I mean, who are you going to do with two elks? <laughs> I don't know. Have a show <laughs> called Netheads. Ha! Ha ha! Ha! Sorry. I have a uh, oh god. Holidays are so stressful. That's all I'll say. They are. Moving on. They are. I am um, Trent. Uh, last week, I think I made mention of something. I don't know. Did I talk about this on the show about the fact that you know AT and T Uverse offers this wireless receiver now? So as long as you I have, don't think so. yeah, as long as you have, so it's a it's a wireless receiver box, and as long as you have a power outlet, this receiver box connects through the Wi Fi. Right? So you can have okay. a TV anywhere that it reaches the signal. Okay. And I thought this was a great idea because my mom is in town. And so, you know, give her – she's got a guest room, but there's no TV in there, and I'd have to call out the cable guy and everything. And instead, right. I didn't have to. I just ordered this box. And the really cool thing is it comes with its own wireless access point. So you plug it into your gateway, your wireless gateway. And it, okay. it sets up its own dedicated wireless network. So this way, it's never actually oh. taking away from your wireless from bandwidth. Your actual, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so now I can have TV in any room of the house, anytime uh-huh. I want. I'm putting TV in the bathroom when she's gone. <laughs> Wait, when she's gone? What, what, what does that mean? Well, once my mom leaves, goes oh, back home. okay. I You're just going to set up a, a screen right, right above the toilet. Yeah, why not? I'll get one of those, one of those, uh, those cheap uh, television projector, you know, LCD projectors that like Discovery sells. That way, I can have like 120. I could have a 120 inch TV in my bedroom. I could just broadcast <laughs> that bad boy against the far wall. Huh, that'd be so fantastic. But I, it, they really impressed me. I know, and I'm bringing this up because I've done a lot of bagging of AT&T Uvers on the show. You have. I but, I really with, have. With reason, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really. I was kind of being a whiny baby. Let's let's face reality. So, um, you know, this I think is it's very innovative and it's it's great. It works perfectly. And that thing is downstairs. If you want to, like, at least through four walls that it's transmitting through, and no uh-huh. latency, so it works just fine. And it still accesses the main DVR unit, so you can watch TV through it. So that's kind of cool, man. I was very impressed yeah. by them. That'll be really awesome, especially once you get your Xbox as well. Yeah, exactly. 
Because then you're not going to lose any bandwidth while all gaming and say, like, if anyone else is surfing the web or anything else. Or if they want to watch, a, a you know, TV in another room. Yeah. Or, the, you know, if I were one of those really cool people, I could set up a TV in the backyard for watching sports. Or uh, set up the TV to watch Gremlins for Halloween or something in the backyard. Oh, there you go. Just Or just have it projecting on the... I've seen some people do that where they're just, like, projecting... But I wouldn't need the the cable box for that. I could just have no. a projector projecting yeah. like gremlins from a DVD up on the wall. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But or you know, but then again, I don't know if you've seen this during other people's like Super Bowl parties. Uh, but some folks down the street from us, what they do is they just have a gigantic big screen in the garage, and they're okay. watching the big game. They're barbecuing out front, and they've just got like a gigantic horseshoe of 36 chairs in their yard and you know they make a thing of it we don't live on that street so we don't get invited but you know they make a thing of it (laughs) well maybe you need to make yourself known to those people will what's it going to take to bring over some cookies yeah or some sticky chicken man there you go just got to bring that sticky chicken call back I mean, have Um, we need to have a little sound that does that now just like call back just just the call back like sound bite yeah, uh, Von Von Cleef brings up an interesting um point on on Twitter. He says, "Yeah, people can now steal cable even better." Uh, so what's what's the security on it? Is it password protected? It's or it's an it... encrypted WAP relationship. Uh, the wireless access point it sets up an encrypted connection between it and this little brain here that I'm looking at right now in my office okay. that I'm pointing at. None of you can see, and uh, you can only have up to two units in your house. Oh, so it sets up a secure. I mean, I who knows what the security really is against uh, one of these things. You know, you I, I'm not going to pay some Linux head to war drive through my um, neighborhood to try and hack my wireless access point to see if he can watch Once Upon a Time from ABC. You know, <laughs> but is that a concern though? What if you do have a Linux uh, warrior in your in your neighborhood who's like, oh, I, I'm going to see if I can get TV for free. Um, I, more power to him. You know. <laughs> I've only got the one unit, so I'm not going to know he's leeching it. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's not a big concern of mine. You know, I'm more concerned okay. about what they can and can't get off of my computer because it's wirelessly hooked up to my network or, or the, the zeros and ones that I'm transmitting through the ether, through the air. You know, how, how secure is that? That's the big concern. You know, how much data can they, can they snarf off of my stuff? That's the important thing to know. You know, if, if they really want to be able to watch Sons of, yeah, if they really want to be able to watch Sons of Anarchy for free, more power to them. But they're already downloading it anyway. You know what? I would just open your door and let people come in and watch it with you. Be like, you know what? If if you're tempted to steal my internets, just come on inside. Let's let's be friends. Yeah, there you go. Set up a little alarm system. The yellow light starts spinning. I just walk out. Hey, yo, come here. Obvious thief, please come into my home. This is a great plan, hey, Trent. I, I see you parked across the street with your laptop open. This come is really, this is really a great idea. I like your innovative thinking. Hey, thief, come in. No, really, it's fine. There's nothing bad can happen from that. No, I, I, I just think it's you know, it's a lot like me getting a sore throat over the holiday. There, you, we don't want to know. <laughs> uh. So anyway, I uh. Yeah. I don't know about you. I, I had a very productive Sunday. I spent over an hour uh, doing a paper um, TARDIS to get an idea of what I'm going to do for the tree topper. Wait, a paper TARDIS? Yeah, yeah. It's a, nif- just, a, nif- just, a nifty little cutout where you know you have to make the tabs and the and the the holes for the tabs, and it just all folds together, kind of okay, thing. Like a yeah, like origami TARDIS. Kind of, yeah. So I set that up, and I, I to get an idea, it's like, okay, well, I've got this, but how big of one do I really need? So I set right. that little guy up, and if you follow at head at well, let's try that again. If you follow at nethead ww, you can see it. You know, I put it on top of the. I actually made it just to hold up because the way I figured this uh, this little thing that I found and printed out, it's great because it's also a good template for building the TARDIS that I'm going to put on top of the tree. Sure. Now, now for for those of you who may have missed last episode or aren't caught up yet, um, you're yeah, you're building a tree topper from a TARDIS. Uh, you're gonna. It will be lighted, correct? Yes, it will. There will be. What? Um, it'll be white lights on the inside and a blinking blue light coming up out of the top of the TARDIS. But, but, but what? Uh oh, I think we lost Trent. Now, Dalek. 
Uh oh, he's. Uh oh, there was. You had you had some of them internet hiccups. Let's try <laughs> that again. Remarks. So so after I said yeah. a blue light, you said well, and then nothing. So what did you say? Um, have you ever thought about doing a Dalek for the top? Okay, Dalek, please, <laughs> Dalek. And no, uh-huh. no. Why would I want to top my tree with a, an evil species? Well, just to make it look more like you know, uh, well. You know, uh, 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 um, even more phallic oriented. Hold on, I gotta write that down. Top my tree with an evil species. <laughs> there we go. Show title done, and we're only fifteen minutes in. Good night, everybody. Uh, no, no, in. I really wouldn't want a Dalek on top of my tree. It's got to be a Tardis, my friend. Tardis all the okay. way, top of the tree. Um, but you know, it's so next weekend. It's going to be a very fun party of uh, of spray paint and balsa wood. Can't wait for that. So, oh, so you'll be using like the X-Acto knife and balsa wood or jigsaw. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Okay. No jigsaw. No, it'll just all be X-Acto knife work. Okay. Yeah. And that way on the inside, we'll line the inside of the windows just with like wax paper. So that way when the, the white lights light up on the inside, it's lit up and then the blinking blue light up top. It'll be very nice. And the night, and the whole reason why I made this paper one is I, I could also treat that as a template, you know? So that way I, I only have to take like one section and blow it up. 50% and then copy that and so on and so forth. Or I could just go really cheap and I can make it out of cardboard and paste these things on there. <laughs> just like, well, you know, after I spent an hour of cutting out and folding this thing and putting it together, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing? <laughs> really? What else could I have done? I still need to clean my garage. Why am I doing this? Because this is more important, Will. This is this is what builds memories. You've got, dude. You have your own geek Christmas tree. I do. I do. It's got the NCC seventeen oh one D. It's got the Galileo seven. It's got the Voyager, the Defiant. Got a Romulan Warbird. Got a Klingon. Uh, what do they call those? The Klingon battle cruiser. I don't know what they're called. Bird of prey. No, the Romulan yeah, bird, bird of, of prey. prey. Romulans are no. bird of preys. What's the Klingon I one thought, called? I, I, I feel because in Klingon it's called a Takdushna. Watch your language, my friend. We are on the air. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm glad you know Klingon. I'm, I'm really upset with myself that I don't know this, but anyway. Uh, so it's the Klingon battle cruiser, and then of course I have the. I already said the 1701D, uh, but the uh, what, what's the other? Oh, I got a Borg cube, the Borg. Oh and, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. one of the talk. The Galileo Seven is a talking one. It has Spock. He says. Uh, uh, happy holidays, seasons, greetings, live long and prosper. And the Borg one, it says, you know, we are the Borg, ha- happy holidays, uh, or something. This is futile. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> nothing says the holidays like, we'll conquer you. And all of them light up. Now, I, I made a discovery, though. LED, I bought an LED strand to put on my new tree, right? Okay. Dumb move. LEDs require less power. Right. Strand can't power these light up ornaments. Uh, so I gotta go, I gotta go get a cheap strand just for those things. Just, yeah, just run on those. And also the part, one of the metal, have you ever seen the, boy, this is really a great podcast today. Um, if you've ever seen <laughs> the way the, uh, Christmas lights plug in to those, uh, wonderful little, um, sockets that they go in, you know, it's basically it's a piece of plastic and there's two pieces of metal that are bent over to make contact with the, uh, line and keep the power going through. Okay, and, and I noticed today that uh, one of them broke off on my 1701D, the next generation Enterprise. You know, right? So now I got to find a way to fix that. This is not going to end well. <laughs> so, so it sounds like you only really have ornaments for Star Trek. No, well, yeah, actually, I mean, there is also there is also a Captain Kirk, and there is a Captain John Luke Picard. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of Star Wars ornaments, but that's just because. Um, I, I, I started collecting the Star Trek ships. That's the only reason, sure. you know, right. and, and maybe at the time that I actually paid attention to this crap, I, I wasn't paying attention to Star Wars ornaments or maybe they weren't <laughs> that big at the time. I don't know. I've also got a lot. Of, I have several different iterations of the Tasmanian devil. I've got one Marvin the Martian. Oh, know? that would, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah so Looney, Looney Tunes, that would be a fun theme tree. It would be. Now, the only yeah. thing is this tree is a good 10 feet above everybody's head, so I don't know if anybody's really going to notice it. Maybe that's the reason why I get to have this tree. <laughs> hey, uh, Fengar on the, the Twitter with the hashtag NetHead says that both the Romulan and the Klingon ships are birds of prey. Okay, good. I feel better now because I'm like, wait, as we know, be. as we, Yeah, as we know they have a common ancestry, that, that would make sense. 
The Romulans and the Klingons? No, it's the Romulans and the Vulcans that have a common ancestry. But according to the next generation, at some point, there was a technology swap between the Romulans and the Klingons. Oh, okay. Wow, this show. Ooh, buddy. This is, <laughs> this is just getting inaccessible. Okay, uh, Fangar pipes in again and says the original Klingon bird of prey was actually stolen from the Romulans. So there you go. See what I said? See what I, I yep. said that moments before. I didn't, hadn't even seen it. I should have though. It's right there. Cause with the hashtag <laughs> netheads. But what about zombie <laughs> and, Jesus at the base? Very nice. <laughs> and router ninja says, up next on NPR, nerding around the Christmas tree with Will and Trent. <laughs> but you got to do it in your uh, NPR voice now. <laughs> Um, coming up next on NPR, we'll be nerding around the Christmas tree with Will and Trent. Yes, that's right. Uh, we have several very nice ornaments to uh, talk about, you know, like uh, Captain Picard. Uh, yeah, oh, Captain yeah. Um, um, and, that's, know, and, and that's, and and that's really, just... Uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Sorry. Woo, buddy. <laughs> um, Will, guess what you missed out on? Uh, what did the, I miss? The, the very first uh, NetHeads Netflix viewing party. Oh, that's right, because I don't have an Xbox yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, not gonna lie, we uh we had a a few. Uh, uh, let me put it this way: those who participated were fantastic, and I appreciate them very much. Uh huh. Um, we had. Uh, Does that mean you had some you know, some haters as you were? No, you no, no. We didn't have any haters. It was it was it was uh, Thanksgiving Eve, and so I don't know. You know, a, a lot of people probably had families and things to be doing. Yeah. Of course, I I didn't. Um, so, so what you're yeah, saying we, it was you and some other guy? Whoa, hey, you know, Venator 2000 is not just some other guy. That's very true. <laughs> we also had Caper Girl, Mel, Z Digital 13, um, and uh, Router Ninja popped in for the last two seconds as well. So, oh, it so was fun, oh, it was the hardcores, as it were. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Right on the yeah. the core. No, it was fun. The true net heads. Well, and, and bless Caper Girl's heart too. So we watched Thanks Killing and just Google it if you've never heard of it. Uh, and that'll pretty much sum up how our night went. Um, but bless her heart. She's up in Canada and they had just recently taken it off of, uh, the Netflix up there. Uh huh. Um, and so what she did was she found a streaming site. Uh, her Xbox was downstairs. So she'd take her controller with her, which was still synced to the Xbox into our party run upstairs where a computer was, watch the streaming site while talking to us, and then try to catch up wherever it was buffering and, and in between. So wow. bless her heart. She's a, she's a true nethead. Wow. Now that, that my friend, is a trooper. I think most people just would have been like, oh, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to listen to Thanks. these morons. Thanks, guys. I, I did finally see the trailer, though. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, For Thanksgiving. That was just awesome. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a, it's a, it's a wild turkey that talks, that's murdering people. Yes. Oh, not, not only is it a wild turkey, it's a possessed turkey that was around at the very first Thanksgiving. Yes, that's right. It's, so it's, it's, wow, it's mystical. And if you haven't seen it, the opening, the opening shot. I haven't. <laughs> sums, <laughs> sums up what the whole show, what you can expect from the rest of the show. Wow. I'm not going to ruin it for you because I think everyone should see it. Now, is I this don't a, think that, uh, was this like an independent film or did this thing actually get produced? I mean, was this no, somebody it, jerking uh, well, around with a camera or? Yes, yes and, and no. It, it had an estimated budget of around $3,500. Oh, okay. Um, but there's some animation that they put into it that's actually really well done. And so you think, you know, Venner made the point of they obviously put all of their budget into uh, the, the animation and not the writing and anything else like that goes. <laughs> very nice. It's very nice. Uh, I, uh, I personally, you know, it, that makes me think of other things that you can find on the net, like, uh, troopers and 405. We've talked about these things before where with the, with the power of software now, there are a lot of things you can right. do just independently if you were to try and do an effects film. So really, in that, my opinion then, they have no excuse. Okay? Oh, no. None. No. no. They could have hired a guy yeah. off a of Craigslist to do it in Flash for a lot less. And they could have put it. But, you know, there's only so much you can do with the premise, really. The thing I love watching the trailer is that they're talking about this turkey that that ends up killing them. 
Right. And my favorite part is the girl that's wandering through the, or not wandering through the forest, but she's walking in the forest and she keeps telling herself, there's no such thing as a possessed turkey. There's no such thing as a possessed turkey. <laughs> like, really? Is this and how you summon just, him? Cause clearly it, it sounds like it. He's got like this horrible Jersey accent. And yeah. It's just... <laughs> so, oh man. Um, it's, it's the same company that did, uh, and the only other movie, like they specialized in, in these, you know, one-off terrible movies. Um, the other one I saw that they did was Titanic 2. No oh, Lord. <laughs> that reminds me of the MTV Movie Awards and it was, uh, Ben Stiller and somebody else acting as cheesy producers. And uh-huh. they're like, the idea, Titanic 2, it's Titani. And get this. So what happens is the ship has landed at the ocean floor and there's this air bubble that the, these, there are people surviving in. Okay. Oh, no. And there's this entire culture and they call it Titani because the letters that are going into the sediment stop there. They don't see the sea. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which of course that alone made me laugh. Not only because of the concept of this whole underwater civilization now. But the fact that, you know, it's not like they're going outside the <laughs> ship to see the name. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's a good thing we just happen to have these extremely high-pressure dive suits that in no way should work down here. <laughs> but it's okay, folks. I found out the name. I know all around the inside it says Titanic, but the name of our culture? Titani. Titardi. <laughs> wait, maybe that's a spin on a TARDIS. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I still can't wait to build mine. I want to build my TARDIS. <laughs> God. It's just when a tree topper. Spe- um, speaking of TARDIS, when yeah. when when can we expect the broadcast of the ho- uh, Christmas special? I know this is going to seem amazingly weird, but the Christmas special airs on Christmas Day. Oh, really? Yes, and you can see the trailer well, for it out there now. It's all over the place. Yeah, the trailer, and, and and I've said this before. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate it for what it is, but the trailer actually got me really excited for for the uh, Christmas special. Yeah, it looks like they got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of, well, the title of it is The Doctor, the, oh, wait a minute, what is it? Is it The Doctor, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yes. Well, that's what, that's what they're playing on. Yeah. Is, is the C.S. Lewis books. Yeah. So that looks like it'll be, I, of course, it's going to be cool. So everything I'm expecting and everything I'm hoping for. It'll fulfill all my dreams and turn all my money to gold. I know it now. <laughs> it's now an alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever happens. <laughs> I just want to oh man! Anyway, I just want to work on your TARDIS. Yes, all you want. that's all I want to do. No, it's not. I what are we what are we talking about here? Come on, man, bring something interesting to the table. Okay, okay. Well, here's the here's something for you then. All right. Now, if you're like me, uh, you always watch TV with your tablet in hand, right? Unfortunately, lately, yes. For a lot of things. I mean, whenever. Uh, Something on The Simpsons comes up, uh, referencing some obscure name that I don't know who that is. I'll always Google it and figure it out. You know, things like that, right? Yeah. Now, if you're like me, Will, there's one thing that is c- kind of frustrating about a tablet is that it, it takes, so you know, it's you have to type it in with my big sweaty fingers and it doesn't all, you know, I, I want a keyboard at times, right? Right. So I've got the option of plugging in a keyboard um, or for half the price of a tablet, I could get... A Google Notebook, what also now? known as the as a Chromebook. What? What okay, is this? So here's what is this Chromebook? Hold on, let me grab my tablet and look up Chromebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> By the way, anytime you have to say "see what I did there," nobody will. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, huh, huh? Just, just, just so everybody knows. Um. Yeah. So. So. Anyway. And if you've logged in, I use Google Chrome, so I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but every time I log into the main Google page, there's some advertisement there about uh, the Chromebook. Essentially what it is is a 12-inch uh, notebook that runs on its own form of Linux, mm-hmm. uh, and all it runs is Google Chrome. That's it. The browser. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's basing everything on the, any documents, any pictures, any video, anything that you're, that you're creating that you're using, you're going to save in the Google Cloud. So it doesn't need a, a, you know, a, a big hard drive to save anything on it. it. It does have external capabilities if you want to you know, 
have a flash drive or anything like that. But it's main, it's, it's built, you know, mainly around safety in that, you know, there's really nothing that can go wrong with it, which is a, a huge plus for some of the irreputable sites I, you know, visit once in a while. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, and the coolest thing is it starts at $300, which is, you know, more than half the price of uh, some of the, the high end uh, tablets out there right now. Yeah, but it's still a it's still not a true tablet, though. No, no, no. It's 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 not a tablet at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's a netbook it's, style thingamajig. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. But it's it's you know based itself off of all of the Chrome apps, and if you're not using Google Chrome, there are a ton of apps out there. Everything from, um, you know, obviously the the all the Google Docs and uh everything else that way. But other things like Avery does one, which is um a, a very simple uh Photoshop. And you can manipulate and change photos and, and save them to your cloud that way. Um, even to Netflix. There's a Netflix app, so you could watch Netflix on it. Well, you know, the important thing to remember is it plays Angry Birds, and that's what's important. <laughs> that's what it all boils down to, my friends, the Angry Birds. It's true, though. It does. It plays Angry Birds. It does. Wow. Well, that's really cool. I mean, I, I actually have the uh, the... The phone line, which apparently I ignored. Sorry, Amy Kins. Um, the phone line that we have comes in on an Acer Aspire One, which I picked okay. up refurbished for one ninety nine. Oh, see, you can't with, beat that with no tax and one cent shipping. And and Acer is one. Uh, there's there's two um, companies that are making them, Acer and Samsung. Very cool. Now, the, my yeah. my question though is, like, what if I just wanted to take my netbook and turn it into a Chromebook? Could I do that? Or does it have to be officially know. licensed, sanctioned software? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, if, if you can even buy the, uh, the OS to load, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it does also come with, and here's one thing that I think is kind of funny. You can have a Wi Fi capability or Wi Fi and 3G capability. Oh, very cool too. So you can go on the road with it. Uh, Fangor on Twitter says, I think a part of him just admitted to going to porn sites. No, but it was alluded. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you about something, Trent, because, uh, you spent the, uh, I want to make a nice awkward transition. Okay. So far, I think we've hit it, the nail on the head. Yeah, I mean, it's heading in the right place. There you go. I um, I don't know about you. Big holiday weekend. Um, yes. I've practically been sequestered, uh, but you haven't. So my question for you, Trent, is uh, mm. usually when these holiday events happen, you end up going to the movies at yes. some point with mm. the family. So did you do that? No, not this time. Did not uh, happen fact, this I, trip. I, I sat my parents down and I made them watch three movies with me. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, True Grit, yes, uh, Captain Captain America, and Super Eight. Really? Yeah, and they loved every one of them. Well, that's just awesome because you know the thing I was going to ask you, uh, which Amy Kins is on the phone to tell us about, is if you had had a chance to see the Muppet movie. The Muppet movie. I saw it. And it was awesome. See, that's was... that is what I have heard. I've heard that from everybody that the movie is just outstanding. And thankfully, I'll be able to get to see it next weekend. And I can't wait. Yes, I went with my 37-year-old sister and my 67-year-old mother, and we went opening night. Oh, awesome. Well, I think that's part of the reason why that movie is doing so well is because the Muppets have not been on the big screen for a while. And there is that nostalgia, and you've got all the parents that are taking their kids from nostalgia standpoint, saying, "You must see this movie because it is, you know, the Muppets, and it's not Muppets in Space." I also think that <laughs> I think that we now know uh, we've been seeing a lot of things from the uh, from the Henson uh, Group, you know, the Henson Laboratory, the Muppet the Muppet Shop, whatever it is they call it. Uh, over the past year, we've been seeing a lot of really cool YouTube videos from them. And now, because I was totally, you know, oblivious to the fact that there was a Muppet movie until about six months ago, we know the reason why. They've been subtly trying to re-enter the consciousness, trying to get into the zeitgeist, if you will. (laughs) Correct. 
So do you think they did they did they do it? the interesting thing about this movie too and this is what I really want to ask you about Amy Kins is this movie was co-written by uh by one of the stars Jason Segel who also Correct. co-wrote um uh, the other movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So my question is did it come off as a fan movie or just a great muppet movie? Both. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I I would I would definitely say both. There were um a, there's a callback to almost a, the three great initial Muppet movies each have you'll find pieces of each of them in this. Oh wow. Um so the original Muppet movie, The Great Muppet Keeper and The Muppets Take Manhattan, <clears> those <throat> are what I consider the three great. The only thing um, yes, I, but the only thing I the only one of them I vaguely remember is the original Muppet movie. Yeah, I think my sister and I might have seen The Great Muppet Caper about 15 times when we were kids. Wow. And I, and, and for me, it was Muppets Take Manhattan. And, yeah. Okay, now, the, so, now, now I remember in that one, Kermit lost his memory. And he became yes. an accountant. Yes. Because apparently all of the frogs in Manhattan are... Are accountants. Accountants. Yeah. That's what you do. I never knew amphibians were so good at math. There you go. Another possible show title. Let me write that one down. <laughs> Maybe you should get an amphibian to take over as host because then math could be done on that. <laughs> as sure as two plus two equals five, you're right. <laughs> no, but there's um, – and there were a couple times that I got – I mean, I just got so nostalgic. And a couple of my other friends said the same thing, that I, I just I had tears welling up in my eyes. It was just so great. Um, there were great – cameos i will only i will not give a lot of stuff away but i will tell you in terms of the all ages appeal that you mentioned earlier yeah um it was i found it interesting and my sister actually remarked when the lights came up afterwards she said you know the three of us kind of gasped when we saw mickey rooney on the screen and the rest of the kids in the theater went oh it's selena gomez <laughs> so bridging the gap there. Well, and then you know, not to spoil anything for anybody, but Danny Trejo is in there too. Who would have thought that happened? Mm-hmm. I hope he's in there as Machete. No, he's not. <laughs> that would be grossly inappropriate, anyway. Well, thanks for the movie review, Amy. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. And, um, and I, I, want to, I take uh, it your holiday was uneventful. It was it was uneventful in the most wonderful of ways in that I got to sit around and do a whole lot of nothing with um, lots of friends and family, so that was great. I'm jealous. Awesome. Good. I am so jealous. Oh, <laughs> boy, am I jealous. Well, anyway, thanks for the call and have a great night. Thanks, you guys too. And we'll see you. We'll see you in the in the. I don't know why it's so hard for me to say the Twitter chat, but we'll see you in the Twitter chat. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, it's why, hard. Uh, why can't it's I hard. speak? What's wrong with me? So there's a ringing thing. review for um for the Muppet movie, the Muppets, yeah, and, and it's just called the Muppets now, right? Yeah, just the Muppets. They're just straight up. Look, this is the Muppets. This is what it is. I actually, uh, funny, Amy Kins mentioned crying. I know that one of the co-creators of Lost, Damon Lindelof, also admitted via Twitter that he cried. In some parts of the Muppet of the Muppets, really? Yes. So I am just I'm chomping at the bit, rip roaring, ready to go. Now, um, Venator says that he heard that it's kind of a fan movie because there's kids that will get bored during it. Now, is that just kids in general though? That kids get bored no matter what they're watching? I don't know. No, no, not at all. If I took like for example, when I took my daughter to see Tangled, never a bored moment, not a single one. Really? Uh, there was some other movie. It's not coming to my mind. It's supposed to be a kid's movie, and at some point my daughter leans over and asks me, how soon till it's over? So, Yogi Bear. Yeah, no, no. We saw that one at home. <laughs> so different effect. So, I mean, I, I'll tell you what happens after my daughters and I see it next weekend. I'll let you know. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the 411. Okay. Okay? I'll give you, yeah, I'll I, give you the lowdown. Uh, yeah. well, and uh, Wing Zombie says that his wife cried three times during the movie. Wow. Is it because so. because she was with him? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Jokes. Yeah, it's 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 the awkward unfunny that we like to bring. But speaking of awkward and unfunny. Uh oh. 
it's it's just not a show if we don't talk about Sons of Anarchy. Oh my God! Did your head explode? Oh wow! I was not like like I was in the back of my mind. I was hoping. Spoiler alert, everybody! If you haven't seen Sons of Anarchy and you're planning on it, just, we'll tweet when we're done talking about it because holy shit! Yeah, some wow. That whole that whole episode was moving towards. Two real things. And, you know, like uh, last week we talked about it. My big thing was, you know, are they just going to be playing it up? And at the last minute, Bobby's going to see Otto right before he signs the documents. And that Otto right. decides not to do it. No, not the case. Mm-hmm. And, not even close. And Otto did it in a way that I just thought, I mean, it gave me goosebumps the way he did it. He just, he's like, read it. Hands Bobby a yeah. notepad. And it's a list of all of the things he did for the club in jail. And it's like mm-hmm. I ask you for one thing, and then he, take and then, care, Luann. Yeah, and then Bobby freaks out when he realizes Otto's a rat, and he's just you know he's mm-hmm. yelling at him. The ultimate insult that they have is you're a rat, you're a rat. Uh! you know he's yelling, and then at that point Otto just without even looking at him just says, "Guess it's time for you to make a list, Bobby." Ooh, <gasps> but that wasn't oh, even the big one. No, Mm-mm. and, and nope. I really I knew what was going to happen at the end because they broadcast it a little bit. There was one scene between Gemma and Clay, and they exchanged some words, and she just all of a sudden says, "I love, I really love you, Clay," and gives him a kiss on the cheek, and that's it. And yep. that's because she knows Clay's yep. going to die, and she's making peace and saying goodbye at that moment. And yep. I'm I'm sitting there going, "There's no way, no way in hell." But, you know, one of the things they set up last week and part of what they showed us in the previews is this big thing with Opie. Is Opie going to actually go after Clay? And at the last minute, right. Opie's confronting Clay. But then just in time, Jax gets there. And, mm-hmm. and right before we see the Reaper come up, bang, bang. Boom, boom, boom. Three to the chest, son. Three yeah. to the chest. And, and it's one of those where, where you're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, in, in the teaser for next week to see if he's really dead, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was wearing a bulletproof vest or something like that. Guess what, folks? It doesn't look that way. I don't think there's no vest, son. <laughs> looks like they but took it. It looks like they took him from the clubhouse and put him into the motor, into the motor, uh, you know, the garage. Yeah. Uh huh. Into the shop. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, now they're going to, they're not going to let Opie go down for it. So they got to find somebody no, else uh, to pin this on. Which it looks like they're going to pin it on the the Niners. Yeah, and so the best part about this, though, um, one of the things I was not aware of, this season ended up getting extended out. So the season finale is broken up into two parts. Two parts, yeah, exactly. So, and the title of both part one and part two are two B, which of course makes which me is, wonder: yep. is the season opener of next season going to be not to be? Right. Yeah. And well, if that's and, the case, and, and, what are you gotta start asking yourself, everything that they're setting up in that last second part, what in there is not to be? What is it? What's the not right. to be, guys? What is right. it? Well, well, and think about it, like, one of the big things that they were trying to escape was, you know, uh, Jackson and, um, oh shit. What? His wife. <laughs> the Tara. doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were trying to escape Clay. Now that Clay's gone, uh, and you know she doesn't really have much of a doctor career anymore, having ruined her hand. Well, I, I read a lot of interviews after the fact. I don't like reading stuff ahead of time anymore. I am okay. A guy, I've gone beyond the point of wanting to get spoilers. Okay, I, I finally at forty years old, I've grown up. I'm not trying to find out spoilers, but I do enjoy reading articles after the fact. And I don't remember who it was that interviewed Kurt Sutter, but he said that, you know, that was, that was one of the poignant things that they ended up doing for the character because as a surgeon, she always had that out. So she didn't have right. to fully commit to Jax and the club. But yep. now because of this, she does, you know, as long yep. as that hand is not repaired, she's screwed. She doesn't have that exactly. to fall back on. And yep. so they, they really are. They're kind of setting it up. And, and you know, they've said it several times now. Jack said it. Bobby said it too, Jax. You know, his decisions are club decisions. He's just wired exactly. that way. Yep. A- and he's the VP. So what happens if the president goes down? Yep. Oh, and then there's the whole horrible mess with the, oh, God, I just got chills. Everything that's going on, if Clay is really dead, then Danny Trejo, the cartel, is going to have to deal with Jax. And then they're going to find out some more stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. What a mess. What a mess, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, this, it, 
I couldn't be happier. That that was possibly <laughs> the best episode that they've had in three seasons. Yes. So we're stop talk. We're not going to talk about details anymore. Let's just say Sons of Anarchy this season. Oh wow, wow, just yep. wow. And they've only and they've got two episodes, so I don't think they can screw it up too bad. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think they can screw it up too bad. No, I have I have faith in in Kurt Sutter. He's he's always performed well for me. Yeah. That sounded wrong. Yeah. Wow. A little bit. Just a little bit wow. off, my friend. Wow. Just a little bit off. Oh, pray for Mojo. Anyway. <laughs> it's the drugs. Oh. Wireless access points. That's all it's on my head now. Anyway, man, you know, I don't I don't know about you. Uh, do you got much else to say? <laughs> um, no. I I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I sound. <laughs> we talk Sons of Anarchy, and now, I mean, so let's. Well, okay. Oh, here's one, one here, more thing. Go one ahead. One more thing. Grim. Oh, have you been catching it? I, I, I'm, I'm caught up up until this week's episode. I, I was in Wyoming, so I didn't get a chance to see it. And I've a, I've really liked it, and b, it reminds me so much of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, it's got a lot of good parallels between Buffy and yeah. you know, because here is. Somebody that suddenly comes into their powers. Only this isn't the awkward teen thing. It's a it's, right. it's a grown up. That's a cop, and and you know it's like the perfect person to be in that world. The only thing that just kind of bugs me a little bit about it, but I guess you know that's the kind of the point they're trying to hit home is that you know these other people, these mystical people, are kind of they've been around us the whole time. Yeah, but you know, do they have to be involved in every crime? You well, know what I mean? And, and, Can't he just come across yes. somebody? You know? Right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a crime. Just see someone you see that looks terrible. Oh, let's see. Now, Wing Zombie says, uh, Kurt Sutter said, when the story is done, it's done. I figure it's going to follow t- uh, the complete Hamlet arc with everyone dead. Yeah, and that's my guess, too. Tara's not going to make it out if she's the Ophelia character. Um, and, and it'll just kind of go down like that. However, if we're following the Hamlet arc, um, Clay would have been the last one to die. True. Well, aside from Hamlet himself. Well, we also don't know for a fact he's dead. We don't. Right. Um, right. But also at the same time, uh, one of the things that you have to realize in that show, I know we just deviated. We'll go back to Grimm in a second. Uh, but one of the things you have to remember with that show is that truly, even though they are the people that we've been following and they are, quote unquote, our heroes, they're still not good people. No. So, nope. you know, they're... I, Jax is wearing one of the men of mayhem patches, which means he's done some of the questionable yucky stuff for the club. Yucky. Yes. I just right. said it's yucky in reference to Sons of Anarchy. It's gross. It's just, it's just not nice. It's um, naughty. Okay. So getting back to, uh, to Grimm, however, uh, it's just a lot of stuff. It just, you know, the monster of the week thing is a kind of theme that you have there. And yes, they also have a big bad happening behind the scenes. Right. So it has, it's, it has so many Buffy tones, and it's it's nice because, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of those shows that I really enjoyed because it was just, as I like to put it, I referred to Kurt Sutter the same way earlier in the week, too. It's just deliciously evil. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Because uh-huh. the twists and turns that happen, I'll never forget, and boy, I'm going to sound like a tween girl right now, but <laughs> I'll never Justin forget Bieber. the end of the second season <laughs> of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, I had watched the first season, the first two episodes of the season, and then I went away from it. And then uh, March 20th was this big arc that they were saying that this is the moment the show was going to change. And that advertising drew me in because it was also around my birthday. So I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'll give this a second chance. And right. luckily, you know, I knew enough of – I could figure out enough of what was going on. But there were some big changes. And by the end of the second season, you know, Buffy has fallen in love with Angel. Angel's become evil again. He's the big bad, and she vanquishes him to hell. And then she goes like running off to somewhere, you know, just she runs away from Sunnyvale. And I'm right. I'm just like my jaw just dropped. I mean, it was insane how good it was. That show was that second season was near I think the second season, I hope it is, or else I sound like a jackass. But that second season was near perfect. It was just amazing. Everything that happened. <laughs> and and so it's it's very nice to to see a show that's kind of bringing hopefully that kind of television back. And it seems that NBC believes in it because I think they're going to be – I think I read that they're moving Grimm from Friday to Thursday. Oh, really? Somewhere, possibly. I may be mixed up huh. in my head. Which would be interesting because because their uh, NBC lineup has always been comedy Thursday. 
Well, except for the drama that they usually seed at 10 o'clock. Because you remember that for the longest time, it was must-see TV comedy, followed up by the 10 o'clock airing of, or 9 o'clock for you, ER. Oh, that's right. Yeah. ER just dominated that time slot. And then it's just kind of been like, you know, this, that, and the other thing filling in in those times. Well, and lucky for us, we get another season of, of Whitney on Thursdays. Are you serious? Yes. They gave it a second season pickup already? It, ha- it has a second season and, and, uh, community is on hiatus. It, no, it can't have. You've got to have your news mixed up. No, nope. That's, that is the case, my friend. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. A second season pickup and we're not even in December? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh huh. And community so, uh, is on hiatus. Yeah, so, uh, and who was Allison Bree tweeted, uh, Troy and Ahmed in the summer, question mark. Oh. NBC, what are you doing? Just what yeah. are you doing? Because I will tell you, there is one thing that does get me into the Thursday night comedy night. It isn't The Office anymore. I gotta tell you, The Office oh, for me oh this season, gosh. it's just, it's just there. Okay. It is. That last episode was horrible. It's just filler for me. That's all it is. What was the last one? The Gettysburg? Um, um, no, it was the God. Yes, I think it was actually. Yeah. I didn't I care. That's I how forgetful care. it is. Yeah. The, it, the only, I mean, I kind of like the way they, they took the obvious step of taking Ed Helms and making him the manager of the office because he's the only character that was kind of clueless on that Michael Scott level. Right. But it's it's just not enough. There is not enough to endear me to the show anymore. It's just not as good. So it's not that. You got three things that on a Thursday night that I care about. You got community, you got parks and rec, and eventually you'll have 30 Rock. Yep. But that's it. It's not the I'm sorry guys, the office for me anyway is not that big of a draw. There are a lot no, of people that probably still do watch it out of habit like me, which which is why it's got the ratings it does. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I got to admit though, man, with a lot of the things that they did with community, I think last season they may have experimented a little too much, too much and lost a lot of their audience. I agree. Yeah. And so, you know, the, as regrettable as it may be, if we do lose community, it, it, it orchestrated its own demise. Yeah. It really yeah. did. And even this season, they were doing some experimental things that were kind of questionable. You know, yeah. the whole alternative happenings episode. Right. Which I loved. Oh, I thought it was great. And the Halloween storytelling episode. Yeah. You know, some of these things, it's it, it's kind of like it's almost become a meta of its own meta-ness, <laughs> if that makes any sense. It, it's right, become, yeah. In some ways, community has become a parody of itself. Right. And that's just disappointing. But uh, it, all that said, those episodes, I still thoroughly enjoyed. Every oh, one of them. Right. The, uh, the Halloween yeah. one. Uh, the, the alternative endings one I just mentioned about alternate endings. I, I loved them. I thought they were great episodes. Thoroughly enjoyed them. But, you know, in seeing them, I'm like, ah, those are a little too cool for mainstream. Well, that's, and that's why I think, you know, would the community be better suited on, say, like an IFC paired with, um, um, Portlandia that'll be starting here this December or, uh, January? Quite possibly. You know what I mean? I, I I look at things like that. I, I look at um, Arrested Development. It was just it was too smart for mainstream television. There was no laugh track. There was no Charlie Sheen in it, um, and <laughs> so people just didn't get it. Here's what you do: you throw Community on as the opener for It's Not Sunny. Oh yes, there you go. Okay, yeah, that would actually be awesome on FX. Yeah, and that would give them a little more room to to, to break into. Uh, you know, some more uh, risque areas that they yeah. could develop. Yeah, that'd be good. You know? Oh, well, we'll yeah. see. God, why'd you have to bring that up? Now Sorry. Just... I, Debbie Downer. I'm so disappointed in network television beyond words, beyond words, my friend. That is yeah. just uh, heinous beyond all belief. Because yeah. I, I, look, I even, I DVR'd another episode. I'm like, you know what? I've been too hard on Whitney. Oh. Another possible show title. Um, but you know, I just thought <laughs> seriously, I, maybe I didn't give it, maybe it's gotten better. You know, maybe I was too hard on the show. Maybe I was expecting too much of it. Maybe I was just going with the zeitgeist. Maybe. Right. But I, I tried to watch another episode and it's just like typical sitcom stuff. 
Just yeah, it is. Beat, beat, laugh Which track. Is... Beat, beat. And they, they swear it's not a laugh track, but man. <sighs> well, and, and that's what's frustrating is I actually love Whitney Cummings' stand-up. I think it's hilarious. And she's slaughtered as a roaster. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, yes. She really did. Yeah. She was brutal and hilarious. But this show, it's it's nothing but... I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to... It, like I said, it's it's nothing but atypical sitcom that's trying to ride off of her looks. Yep. And, oh, exactly. And it's just yep. not enough for me. She's she's hot, but not that hot. I, I don't even find her hot, personally. That's just but me. I, I mean, let's be honest. It, I, I've seen Sherman hot in the right light, so... <laughs> So, so you're, you're saying that your, uh, approach is suspect. What, what you like yeah. can be severely questioned. Yeah. Especially, you know, depending on what I've had to eat and drink for that day. I completely understand, sir. And I forgive you for it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, father. It's okay. It is quite <laughs> all right. Oh, by the way, uh, tonight, uh, we're actually counter programming against it. We already did. And I forgot to record it. So I'm going to wait till 830 to record it, but. Uh, the mid-season finale of The uh, Walking Dead is tonight, isn't it? Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, we followed all of the appropriate beats. We opened up, opened up, we talked about what happened, we tried to go over some tech news, the Sons of Anarchy uh, slipped in a little extra TV talk, and now we're at Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So it, we've, um, we've, it, I here I am bagging on the show Whitney for being, you know, following an atypical pattern, and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know about you, but um ah, man, well first of all last week also appearing on The Talking Dead, Kevin Smith appeared, had some right. interesting insights. But I don't know about you, uh I think in a post-apocalyptic world where the dead are walking and you find a guy I see I spoke The Walking Dead and by doing yep. so it's like opening up the Necronomicon and I have summoned <laughs> the Adam Wells. Have I not? Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> He's the evil ass. And I'm like, that's like you. Call in. Yeah, I said the Adam Wells, the Adam Wells, the Adam Wells in the mirror, and he appeared behind me. <laughs> so I don't know about you guys, but in a world where the zombies are walking, uh, and my people are the ones with all the guns, this dude with the farm keeping the Walking Dead in his barn ain't gonna. He ain't got a lot of mileage in my book. Hell no, man. What's your take, sir? I just, this show is just getting so boring and very <laughs> sexy. Apparently, like, it just pictures women in very typical roles or just batshit crazy. That's all they are. Do you, Are they at least, here's the question, the question on the table, even though we could probably Google and find out the final answer already. But don't do that. Anyone that's listening or has already watched the show, don't say anything. Gentlemen, are they going to find Sophia tonight? I hope so. I don't think they could have that linger for two months, what, two or three months? Almost, almost three months? Yeah. I don't think they could have us just wondering. It's gotta happen tonight. It's got to. Trent, your take? I, I hope that she was, uh, actually zombified and she's been thrown into the barn. <laughs> That's my hope. We should have paid more attention. It just makes it more convenient. We have to, we can stop looking and we can deal with her death now. Now, here's the thing, too. You've got a barn full of zombies, okay? Do you really break the legs of the chickens so they can't run away? Or do you make it into a betting and, a betting and entertainment <laughs> thing? It's, it's like, like cockfights. Yeah, exactly. Which one of them is going to catch the chicken, guys? Here we go. <laughs> well, no, because they're like family members and they care. So they're trying to make it easy for them in a sick, twisted way. Here's the thing I don't get about this. Unless, I mean, they say they watch, that was one of the Herschel's things. He said he saw the transmissions and all the travesties and everything else. But the one thing they've made very clear is that these people have died and then they right. get up and start moving again. Yeah, there's and, no cure for someone who's rotting. I'm sorry. Yeah, so where in this world do you think that somebody's going to find a cure? Where Where do you even, I don't care how much of a person of faith you are. There is, there is... Anybody that's cut their hand knows there's no magic, like, litany I can put on there to uh, to make everything go better. Maybe he just has faith in higher power that God himself will just bless a cure that come down from the heavens into his house and he can cure his friends. I don't know, really. Uh, I don't know. Mm. 
But no, I, I my my theory of why I think Sophia's going to be found tonight because they took care of everything else last week. You know, Rick knows that Lori's pregnant. Uh, they did the whole. Everyone knows about the zombies in the barn. There, Herschel has said that he wants them off the farm. The only thing lingering before the mid-season break, before they probably reveal a new cliffhanger, is where Sophia is. Yeah, and they've got to resolve that. She's in the barn. Ah, oh, she can't be in the barn. <laughs> she just can't be in the barn. That's just that would be too much of a letdown. Because they've they've at least followed certain parallels with the comic, and at least in one part of the comic, Sophia was very important to um, Carl. And I yeah. hope they would continue that. You know, it it, it, it enabled the, the fact that they've drug it out this long. It, it pains me to no end, because really. Sophia missing was the plot point that got them to the farm. Really, because they're looking for her. Carl accidentally gets shot. Now they're at the barn. To, or now they're at the farm. Ta-da. Plot point's no, no longer needed. So, eh. Find the little girl already. In my misery. Am I right or am I right? Or am I right? You're right, Will. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, right. You're definitely right. Right. <laughs> But, you know, uh, what, oh, also, another thing that we probably will not find out tonight, uh, you know, one of the things I said at the beginning, you know, when, when Rick left the dangling, oh, and what he told me, <sighs> and then moved on to the next topic, you know, cause like, let's not get into that right now, Mr. Person on the other end of the walkie talkie, you've never seen me try to talk to again. Oh, um, right. You know, it, about the, the guy at the, at the CDC told him something, but, you know, he didn't, he didn't say what it was he told him. Right. Uh, some of us, some of the people on the internet, including me, thought maybe he told him that his wife was pregnant. Um, but she kind of found found that one out on her own, and it was yeah, after I, and it was after some amount of time. So I, I thought it was that, that that there was no cure. I don't think it would have been that there's no cure because one of the things that they haven't discussed on the show yet that happens in the comics is the fact that. Uh, you know, everybody that they've seen turn has turned because of a bite. That's their big concern. Right. You know, did you get bit? Did you get bitten? Have they, did they take a chomp out of you? Right? Right. But what happens when somebody right. just dies? Oh, that's right. They haven't talked about that, have they? Yeah. Let's say the accident happened. Ah. Carl got shot and he didn't recover. What happens to Carl then? Is it from the bite or is it just a condition that happens? Right. And that's right. In the comic issue, they say everyone's infected. Actually, yeah. No, ma no matter what, once you die, you're going to rise again. And that would be a pretty horrible truth to to learn about. You know, and that's and, true. Yeah, and, and he of all people would have figured that out. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. I, I'm I'm once again I'm skeptically holding out hope tonight. I'm just, hoping just and like praying. The people in just like the people just trying to survive out there, Will. I'm call me Herschel, and this show is. <laughs> I put this show in the barn. I believe that there's a cure, and it could get better. I really do. Pray to your Jesus. Pray to your Jesus, Will. I am. Uh, I'm praying to my walking dead Jesus. <laughs> I he have is. hope. Don't worry. Walking dead. And what about your final thoughts, Adam? Um. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad American Horror Story is running like a month longer because Ooh, yeah. I, st I still need to get caught up on that one. I still yes, haven't taken it in. It is great. But then again, what are there? There's like six seasons of Nip Tuck I need to watch too. Oh yeah. So this is I, I think this is better than Nip Tuck, and I watched a lot of Nip Tuck. Okay. All right. I didn't like Nip Tuck. I didn't like Nip Talk because there's an episode where J.K. Simmons gets breast implants, and I saw that, and I'm like, I'm done with this show. I don't care how brilliant it is. Because J. Jonah Jameson don't get boobs. Saying J.K. Simmons topless with like C or D cups, I'm that's it. I'm 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 sold on never watching that show. <laughs> well, I'm sorry they scarred you, sir, but we thank you for your phone call. All right. All right. Pray, pray for Mojo. Bye. Pray for Mojo. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see what uh, The Walking Dead has uh, in in store for us, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I do know one thing, though. I've got to go work on my TARDIS.
Well, and I think, Will, before we need to leave, or before we do, before you leave to work on your... T- <laughs> it's the coding. Um, <laughs> um, we have some... <laughs> I broke Will! <laughs> oh, oh that well played, sir. He's just trying to speak. It doesn't work. Oh, it's the coding. You just say defeated in your coding coma. Thank you. I needed um, that. We have uh, some some listeners who are across multiple ponds. Those being our our Aussie netheads and our UK and uh, Irish netheads. Yes. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. And lads and lasses. Yes. Mates Could- and and. Mate Tesses, can I say that? I guess so. You just did. Mates and matron. I, well, you know, we do appreciate every single one of our listeners because, well, who the hell are we? And, <laughs> right. You know, obviously I just sit down to do this because I like the sound of my own voice. And I'm sure, oh, I think, I don't know about you. Uh, there was an episode of a uh, morning show I called into. Uh huh. And this is, this is the greatest description of the way I talk on mic because Lord knows I don't sound like this in real life. But the guy right. just comes on. He's like, by the way, because at work, if I call in, I've got to talk really low because I'm at yeah, work, right? Your, you're working, man. Yeah. But <laughs> he said, was that Will Wilkins? Because usually he's all game show. Hey, everybody. Ha, da, da. But then he's like, oh, <laughs> like I got to really, yeah, I, I really do sound that way, don't I? You. I don't know. Dork. It's That's, the coding. It, it never, it never changes when you call me on the phone. Ah, uh, really? Hey, Trent, how are you doing? Which is why Trent never answers. <laughs> Plain and simple. Oh. Well, I hope your throat gets better, sir. Thanks, man. And uh, try to remember to uh, gargle with honey, I think is what they tell you to do. Well, I've been gargling, but maybe I'll try it with honey now. Do you still have tonsils? I do, actually. Because viral tonsillitis has been going around. Ah, shit. Maybe that's it. Could be. Might want to get it checked out, sir. Let's hope not. All righty. Well, I think that's it for another episode of NetHeads. Uh, Don't (laughs) forget, by the way, do us all a favor. You can't subscribe on iTunes if you're listening through the site. And if you do, please give us a positive review, even if you Mm -hmm. don't want to. We'd appreciate it. it. I'd appreciate it. It's a good way to get some positive karma in this world. Yep. Yeah. You know, just uh, it's a click away. Five stars. Done. Come on. You don't have to write anything. Just click the stars, man. Click the stars. That's all we care about. No, I care about my family, but, you know, I'd, I'd like that. I don't because, you know, they're dead to me. <laughs> Good weekend. Woo! <laughs> it's the coding. It's it's. I'm not even here anymore. Uh, it's okay. Neither are we because this is it for us. Another edition of NetHeads. Till next time, I'm Will. And I'm Trent. And uh, you've been listening us to what? What they didn't you, ah, boogo. You've been listening to us on Sir <laughs> Smodcast Internet Radio. <laughs> okay, let's rewind that. Take two. Uh, Until next time, I'm Will, and I'm Trent, and you've been listening to us on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Netheads. File transfer. Netheads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.